Blog Talk Radio. One and all, this is Zenobia Bailey from the Pacific Northwest, as most times I am. I actually just returned from Connecticut. Those of you who have um, knowledge of the fact that my mom is in Connecticut, and it's good to be back. It was wonderful being with her, and it's good to be back home as well. I'd also like to welcome our guest today. I'm going to be sharing the promotional that I have in queue, but welcome, Naja Brown. Thank you, Ms. Zenobia, and you, welcome home. Welcome home, and I just, I, I'm pleased to, to know that you were able to go back and visit your mom and you came back safely. But I am also equally as pleased to be uh, a guest on your podcast today, and I'm excited about what the Lord is going to do and this topic. Wonderful. Well, I don't know how many are listening today who have heard uh, the series leading up to it, but it's entitled, What Does It Mean to Be a Steward? And it's a continuation A dictionary meaning of stewardship is the responsible overseeing and protection of something considered worth caring for and preserving. The position and duties of a steward, a person who acts as the surrogate of another or others. And as I mentioned, I am interviewing Naja E. Brown. She is the founder and executive director of Yield to the King Ministry, which is a nonprofit organization. I want to say that Naja would be the first to tell us to not let the title confuse us. She's no different, and she sees herself no different than you or me. And this is precisely why I invited her at this juncture of our podcast series, having spent the last two segments looking at Kingdom Stewardship by Dr. Tony Evans. Now, it's funny that Dr. Evans and Naja have the same last name, but I don't believe they're related. Do you think you're related, Naja? I hadn't thought of that. To... uh no, I don't think so. Uh, I'd have to do some research, but I don't yes. think so. It's never come up. Right. But you never know, do you? <laughs> That's really interesting. You never know. I, it just hit me. But she is a mother, grandmother, sister, niece, godmother, and friend to many, including my friend. Naja has learned to apply the biblical teachings and principles of financial stewardship early in her Christian walk. She has long believed 
that everything belongs to the Lord, and she gives him her time, her talents, and her treasures back to him. The focal point for this segment is the question, does stewardship belong to a select group, or are we all called to be stewards? And so, Naja, that is where I want you to focus. But before you go there, or you can handle it however you want. You might want to um, go there first, and that would be okay. But I would like for, and maybe that's what we'll do. I would like for you, if you have a a pen or pencil handy, um, I would like for you to share about Yield to the King Ministry, from your perspective, um, what you have seen as you work with the community in terms of what we who might be um, better at stewarding than some, we globally audiences whom I'm talking about, not just me and Naja, what we can do to impact those who might have less. And it's not just less money. I know you know that. I'm saying this to the audience, and I know you will uh, probably reemphasize it. It's not just money. It's like what I said about you. It's time. It's treasures, and treasures are not necessarily money. But let me be quiet for a moment and let you just jump in. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, that's a that's a good question to unpack. And I think this is where I want to start. I want to talk a little bit about Yield to the King Ministry, as you've asked me to do. So Yield to the King Ministry is a faith-based Christian organization, and it, I am the founder and also the executive director. I like to call it my God-given assignment. So in 2015, I made a decision to leave the workforce and to start this nonprofit organization. I intended to only, the, you know, start it, uh, you know, get all the paperwork in order, and then possibly go back to work in September. So I left my job in June. And then as I established everything and got involved, I said, how on earth can I do Yota the King Ministry Justice and work uh, a full-time position also? So I call that my God-given assignment, and I yielded to the king, and I am in ministry full-time, something that I have desired to do for a while. The community that we serve, I would say, is the marginalized community, the people who are underserved and underrepresented and under-resourced. And we have three programs where we're able to outreach and meet their needs. So we have emergency feeding we have a homelessness prevention program, and then we also offer life coaching and counseling. So, uh, you know, it's a it's a population who, uh, you know, a lot of times they just things happen and they end up in a situation where their housing is inst- unstable, or it could be a working single mom who's um, there's more month than money, right? And yes. she's got mouths to feed and so she may need a, a box of food to tie her over until she gets a her second check or whatever 
And then life coaching component, I think, is probably the most important. It's nice to be able to hand things out, hand food out, hand, uh, you know, money that go toward rent and arrears. But I think it's even more critical to be able to plant the seeds so that people can, it's, it's almost, it goes along with this saying, it's better to teach someone to fish so they can feed themselves than to just feed them. So I'm all about the ministry, but, you know, when you get re- frequent flyers, people who come back to you every other month for assistance toward their rent, at some point in time you have to stop and say, okay, let's take a look at your household budget. And stewardship, stewardship. And, yes. and, and yes. I like to, to talk about stewardship. I like to talk about responsibility. I like to talk about accountability. I like to talk about your word is your bond. I like to talk about your reputation. I like to talk about all those things that make up who we are and our character. So stewardship fits fits right in the center of what Yield to the King ministry is all about. I, as the director, and then also fellow volunteers, we are commissioned to be a good steward of God's kingdom. And so there's responsibility. Can I interrupt you for a moment? Are you saying, when you say that Mm -hmm. you like to talk about these facets of stewardship, is this um, what you offer the clients as a part of their life, of, of the life coaching that's offered, that you actually talk to them about the fact that they too need to be accountable and et cetera, you know, their word, I'm sure they must, you have some sort of conversation with them, maybe even Um, some sort of a contract that when they receive whatever they've come to receive, whether it's a box or whether it's outright um, cash or check, um, are you saying that you go through um, those facets as a part of of the life coaching? No, no, it's not that intentional. I think seeds are being planted and life coaching is, is offered and oftentimes that's the first box that people will will check. So there's okay. always the emergency needs that are being met, you know, the, 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 the food, the housing, you know, because you, it's hard to reach people and to have their attention if their housing is unstable and if they're hungry. But it's the life coaching component would be intentional. And a lot of times people come just because they're just trying to sort things out. You know, could okay, fall no, no. Uh, I, I said it wrong. Then I was wondering. I, I didn't mean for each time someone came, um, because that would be anyway. That's not what I meant. I meant like the repeaters. You were saying that in terms of teaching people to fish, you know, um, rather than just giving them the fish. I didn't know if at that point sometimes the life coaching involving those aspects of it would come into play. Yes, at, at, at least visiting the wonderful. household budget. Yes, the household budget. That's critical. That's critical. If 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 you need fifteen hundred dollars a month for your household expenses and to live, and you're only making a thousand, then you're always going to be at a deficit. So there's there's yes that we we look at the the household budget because I have to verify that they qualify for the program based on their income. It's a low income That's program. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, wonderful. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted. No, that that was it. I think I answered that part about Yield to the King Ministry. 
Now, what was the other section or the other part that you wanted me to talk about? Well, before we leave that, I want to say that um, my the volunteerism that I have done with you and and the the little that I know about yield to the king and little only because I've not jumped in with all both feet. Um, but what I know, I just <clears throat> I know you don't want to be commended, but I don't know another word. I salute you and not for you know, puffing you up or anything like that, but it took quite a step of faith to walk away from a, a well-paying position to assume the leadership for a faith-based ministry that offered no salary. Now, I know you didn't yes. share that with people, but I am sharing it. It took <laughs> yes. It took a great step of faith. So for those of you who are listening, who might want to look at another um, giving um, possibility, please take a look at Yield to the King ministry. Um, Earlier, Naj and I were just chatting, and I did not realize that... um, that it was as uh, old. How how many years, Naja? Again? Well, we that that we've known each other. No, no. Yield to the King Ministry. How many years? Oh, two two thousand fifteen. It's seven. It's it's. Um, this is the going into the eighth year. Mm-hmm. Eight yeah. years of this woman not receiving a salary, and you know, I you talk about stewardship. What she do to um, put aside all of her um, desires like any one of us who has, has worked and, you know, you have to reorder some things. And, and God, I see her from time to time, and God has, has just provided abundantly for her to be able to do this. I mean, when I ask you to look at maybe giving to yield to the king ministry i'm not asking you to sustain her nor does she want you to sustain her i don't think god is sustaining her she hasn't missed a meal yes. <laughs> she um, right <laughs> some huge, she made some huge for the ministry vehicle etc out of her own money i mean that god had allowed her to accrue and set aside, not knowing that she would need it for the the, the needs that that were required. And so, yes. Naja, I just want to say, over the airwaves on the worldwide platform, I just want to okay. say, to God be the glory for raising up such a woman as you. So now, oh, praise back God. to thank your you. question. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you. Oh, thank you, Naja. And back well, thank to your God. Let's thank God. Yes. But yes. absolutely, that goes without saying. Thank you, Lord. And back to mm-hmm. your to, to the question that um, I was asking you to go forward with, and that is, and you've answered it in part, but does stewardship 
involve a select group or are we all called to be stewards? And before you answer it, I'm going to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Grace and Peace, Heart to Heart, encourages women from all stations of life and from every nook and cranny of our world from a biblical perspective. So we are back, and once again, does stewardship belong to a select group, or are we all called to be stewards? And if you would, would you touch on the broad, the broad implications of stewardship, not just money, but the broad implication? Yes. I like that question. I like that question. So as you stated already, I look at stewardship that includes my time, talents, and treasures. And I think what happens is a lot of people go right to the finances and think about, you know, tithing and and money, tangible items. But God has given us gifts. He has, uh, he gives us words to speak, you know. He gives us stewardship. We are to be good stewards of our, the, the children that he's loaned us. So there's a broad spectrum. And in his kingdom, this is the short answer, in his kingdom, those who belong to him, people who are called by his name, we are all called to be good stewards. We don't really own anything. Everything is the Lord's. Amen. And... So, you know, he he entrusts us, he loans things to us, he allows us to to be faithful over a few things and then ruler over much. I mean, so when you look at it, you know, it's his provisions, it's his pruning, it's his refining of us as his children, and he gives us gifts, the Holy Spirit is residing within us. He gives us spiritual gifts for the edification and the equipping of the saints. And so when we talk about stewardship, yes, if we are a believer, we are all called to be good stewards over what God has entrusted us with. So time, talents, treasures, and then people can come up with their own list. But um, I had to learn that. I think there probably would have been a time when I thought that I owned my money because I earned it and that I yes. probably I was probably making a transition to recognize that the home that the Lord blessed me with is not my home and that my purpose for being here was not only to open it up for others but also to be a good steward over it and so he you know he he kind of molded me and matured me so that I could understand, better understand stewardship. Because I would say that my first focus was probably material things and my and my finances. And once I learned to kind of master that, and then when I learned the concept that nothing, I own nothing, then it was easier for me to just say, okay, while it's in my care, let me do the best that I can do that is pleasing to God. And so that's serving others. You know, that's with my words. That's with my time, really, my time. You know, what do I do with my time? Uh, Extra time. Let's say extra time. Uh, 
you know, what do I do, what did I do as a parent, you know, and I think that's one of the greatest areas of stewardship that we could probably ever be blessed with. Both of my sons know the Lord, and I was the one who led them to the Lord, you know, so I had to train them up, you know, and I had to be a good steward, and that included being a good example while I was doing that as a single mom. So in answer to your question, I would say yes that we are all called to be good stewards, not just a select group or a select um, number of people. So the here I come to yield to the King ministry, and I am in need of whatever, a box of food. And so what is my responsibility as, am I to be a steward? Steward of what you receive or a steward of, of what? Clarify the question for me. Specifically what I received, but period, just period, with with the specificity to what I received. As best as a person can, yes. So, So whether or not they can carry out and live up to that responsibility and be held accountable for being a good steward. They may be in a position where they're kind of short-sighted and not being able to see exactly the, the big picture because they're so uh, focused on the, 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 the myoptic vision or the tunnel vision. So when someone comes to yield to the King Ministry, most of our clients are in somewhat of a, I don't want to say desperate, but destitute. They're, they're frustrated, they're tired, they don't know where to go, they're calling other agencies, they're trying to get their immediate needs met. So mm-hmm. I would approach them more of me as a steward, being able to, to um, share with them what the Lord has blessed you to the King ministry with. That would be part of my stewardship. As a recipient of the program, yes, they would need to take a box of food or the rent money doesn't go directly to them. It goes to the landlord. But take a box of food, as, as you've stated in your example, and make it stretch as long as they can. It's going to be healthy, nutritious food. It's not going to be junk food and processed food. So, yes, they, they would take that box, and the expectation would be that they would, they would uh, you know, utilize the food as it was given to them and not let it go to spoil, you know, waste or spoil or that they would throw something out that they, they didn't care for. So, but I can't monitor that. Once they walk away with the yeah. box, then I can't, I can't monitor that. I, I pray for them in their presence and uh, wish them well and then might call back in a day or so or a week or so and check in on them. But I, I, I look at my stewardship as my personal service and responsibility, and I know God's going to call me, hold me accountable to being a good steward. Very good response. I, um, I love the fact that uh, there's a looser hand with the recipient. However, um, just in, a, in, in thinking about this early on, I was, I don't know, my cogitations, I was thinking how nice it would be if we, without, you know, any kind of legislation against it, with it, but how nice it would be and the, maybe the progress we could make as a society if we were all taught and came to grips with the fact that we were to be stewards, that so that even if and when or when, if 
We ended in uh, in a time where we needed the extra um, support from outside, and uh, we received whatever it might be that even in our destitute state that something would kick in to help us to see that it came at a cost. Just Mm -hmm. everything comes at a cost. It may not be a cost to me, but it was a cost to someone. Even um, our salvation, primarily salvation, those who receive Christ as Savior, came at a cost. And we who accept him, it didn't cost us anything, but it cost God everything. Um, Mm -hmm. We need to steward our salvation even. So I know I want, I mean, there have been many times, by the grace of God, I've been able to help someone on the street who came up and said that they were hungry. They wanted money. I didn't necessarily give them money. In the beginning I did, but then as I learned at least I believe I learned, I would give them food by taking them to get food. And if they didn't want to come with me to get the food after they had expressed that they were hungry, then that was that. I just, they went their way and I went mine. But I know that there have been times when they have come to get the food and they would take it. They didn't always, you know, sit down. Sometimes they would take the carry out and, either sell the food or trade the food for whatever else they wanted, you know, liquor, drugs. And that's not my responsibility. My responsibility was to respond. And so I hear you. I hear you. And um, But it does seem like if we all knew how to be stewards, that it would, it would, it would relieve a lot of the burden um, <clears throat> that causes society to just constantly disintegrate, for the lack of another word. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. anyway. Um, I, um, w- one of the things that I'm very, very intentional about, and that is when I go out with Yield to the King Ministry, do community outreach, I'm always a volunteer. I'm not the executive director. And I want us to be seen as not just another organization, you know, a community-based organization that is there to provide resources and and commodities or whatever. So I usually try to direct people, you know, we we receive your thanks, but thank God. This is coming from God. So that they they understand that they are being blessed. It's his grace and his mercy that's blessing them through yield to the king ministry, but ultimately I point people back to to this is God's ministry. He's just using us as his vessel. And and it goes along with this scripture that I just absolutely love. And it's first Peter four, chapter four, verses 10 through 11. It says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. 11 says, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, They should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. 
Amen. So that's it, you know. It's it's, yes, it's a service. It it's our words. It's uh, it's our faithful faithfulness to the stewardship that we've been uh, charged with, and then pointing people to the grace of God, you know, so that they can come to understand who He is, and then ultimately come to know Jesus Christ and the pardon of their sins if they don't already know Him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's a beautiful, beautiful way to almost end. <laughs> it's even a beautiful way to end, but I'm just not quite ready to end. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and um, I just wanted to say that I so appreciate your your input. And um, we're talking about, about words, and words are powerful. We talk about the stewardship of words. They are powerful. And just a kind word to somebody can just make their day. It may even make their month. People talk all the time, those I know and those I don't know, about how harsh our society has become and unfriendly. But a smile, um, a a kind act, a kind word goes so far. And uh-huh. we all can do that. We can all we can all do all of this. But what what yeah. effort does it take? What effort does it take to speak a kind word? It takes none. <laughs> Absolutely right. none. Right. And so I pray that all who are listening, if you are not already one who spreads kind words. Words of exhort, of exhortation, of encouragement. Become one. Become one. And I hope Amen. that Naja's comments have really caused you to think about some things. I know it took me forever. It seems like I thought that I had given God my money until my husband I happen to have been a stay-at-home mom, and so it was one income. And I thought that I trusted God completely with our finances until my husband lost a job. And, and then even it took a while because we had savings. And then I, I didn't see the, how seamlessly I started looking towards the savings. And then they were depleted. So now Hmm. God is using this to teach me, show me without a doubt that my trust was not in him, but in my husband's work and and our bank account. And then I had Mm -hmm. to learn, Mm -hmm. then I had to learn that when he didn't get raises, that it wasn't his boss, it was God. And when he got raises, Mm -hmm. it wasn't his boss or him. It was God. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that was a huge lesson. This whole financial picture was a, a, a huge lesson in trusting God and God alone. That, it, helps, it helped me to not get mad at the boss, not to wonder why right. Owen was being overlooked, uh, because he wasn't being overlooked. God mm-hmm. is his provider, and God is my provider. And um, so, like you said, Naja, you, uh, I forget which portion of your life where you, well, it was money, too. It was money. 
where you, at first you thought it was yours. You know, we all have to grow. And I thought it was yes. Mountain Irwin's. And God just mm-hmm. teaches us through circumstances. He teaches us, doesn't he? Yes. And, yes, he does. And the lessons, the lessons are so worthwhile. And they're lasting. Yes. And somebody, yes. I think it might have been Tony Evans, said if money was the issue for stewardship, that would be the easy part. But it's so That's much right. greater. As we, as we have talked today, it's so much greater than money. Um, we talked about uh, words, but even our thoughts. We are to be yes. stewards over our thoughts, bringing them yes. under the captivity yes. of the Lord. When we have yes. wrong thoughts, yes. is it truth? Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other topic, isn't it? <laughs> is it true? We. We. Don't get excited. We'll be on this. We'll be on this podcast. <laughs> So we we'll have to come back. Naja and I will come back uh, to do uh, one a series on 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 thought and pulling down incorrect thoughts. But before yeah. we leave, I'd like to say thank you, Naja. Thank you, audience. And we will end with First Corinthians one three. Grace and peace to you. From God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Take care, everyone. Good night. Amen. Good afternoon. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you.